serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Oh, happy, 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 happy Friday. Happy, happy. It's my good friend Chad Benson would say. Ah, He's ah. off today on a one percenter vacation yes. once again. He's getting fanned and fed peeled That's grapes right. as we speak. I'm Gatos, filling in for Chad. Barry Markson, he's a lawyer. Hello. Becky Lynn is in the news center. We'll hear from her in about 15 minutes. Well, no, less than 10 minutes. Hey, there's a, a story. we got to hit this story. Uh, I am a big supporter of uh, the police. Always have been, always will be. Um, if, if, a, if a police officer is killed in the line of duty, what I always try and do is go to the funeral. Because then I can come on the air and tell you about the officer who was killed. Yeah. And it's important to me, and I think it's important to to you out there that you know who it is. So in saying that, you know, when there is an incident with a police officer, the way that I handle it is I always start on the side of the cop. But it doesn't mean that I end on the side of the cop because that's not the way it always happens, you know. So so I want to talk about this case. All right. Um, this is a case that we've heard about, uh, we've talked about, and there's movement in this case. And uh, I don't like what I've seen. Here's what happened in this police incident. Here we go. Ryan Whitaker was shot in the back by Phoenix police when they responded to what a neighbor described to a 911 dispatcher as a domestic violence dispute. His sister, Katie Baeza, says that was a lie. This was a noise disturbance. They were being loud. They were having fun. They were listening to music. Ryan Whitaker answered the door holding a gun and seconds later was shot and killed. His brother, Stephen, says... And if he knew cops were on the other side of that door, that weapon would have never came out of that nightstand. All right, so that's what happened. Uh, and the cop was fired. Now the cop is back. Yeah. And All it's right. go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no. You 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 can't reinstate that police officer. It is so hard to be a cop. I could never do it. You have to you 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 have a split second to make life or death decisions. And it's such a tough thing to do. But here's the thing. If you make the wrong decision, you can't be a cop anymore when it comes to something like that. If Ryan Whitaker, who was answering the door, you know, think about it. Middle of the night, somebody's banging on the door. He gets shot in the back two times less than three seconds after he answered the door of his apartment in May of 2020. I know he answered the door while holding a gun at his side. Not good. But you also want to think, who's banging on my door in the middle of the night? Yeah. So the cop had, you know, almost an impossible situation, but he shouldn't have fired twice yeah and he killed the man and i'm sorry you can't be a cop anymore yeah but you're you're kind of you're making uh, both sides of the argument here you're saying you can't be a cop anymore but you're saying it was an impossible situation it all happened so quickly it's not necessarily fair yeah it, it's uh, i mean this, ryan whitaker opened the door by the way this is one of those things where i say how incredibly difficult it must be to be a police officer right there's no way this officer showed up at the door wanting officer to Cook. shoot him of course even, not. even a thought in his mind and so Whitaker answers the door. By the way, his there were two officers there. John Ferragamo, the other officer, was there. Right. And he said they, they said police officers, when they knocked on the door, the Whitaker, his girlfriend, was there, said we didn't hear that, but they had music playing loud. Mm-hmm. And Whitaker answers the door. Why did he have a gun? Because there had been earlier in the week, someone was banging on the door in the middle of the night and not there, and he didn't know what was going on, so he brought the gun. Now, do you need to open the door with the gun? Is I mean, is that really what you do? Turned out to be a bad move. Not a good move. Right. And this is what happens a lot of times when you have that gun in the house, it ends up being 
just you know, accidental it could discharge, be. things could happen, be. it could be bad. Now, maybe this was a bad person knocking. Is a bad person going to knock on the door or it's going to break it open? I don't know. But in any case, he answers the door with a gun. The officer sees the gun. It's, it's on his side, pointing down, and, and freaks out. And he says, whoa, whoa, gun, put your hands down. And Whitaker, by all accounts, immediately... But you can't freak out. Right. You're a cop. That's you are the, trained. That's the difference. You can't, you can't do that. But I have to tell you, if you, you're surprised, you see somebody answer the door with a gun, the call they got was of a violent disturbance, that they which, were having an argument. Which they, was not true. It wasn't true, but that's the call the police had. So when they answered that, when they went to that door, that's what they thought. Now, they didn't go with guns drawn. That's a good point. Yeah. You make a really good point. Uh, let me just hit that for one second. The neighbor called it to 911. I think he called a couple times. Yep. And he just wanted to go to sleep. <clears throat> because Whitaker, they were being loud. Right. All right, if you just want to go to sleep, why don't you get off your rear end and go and politely knock on the door and say, you know what, guys, you're being a little loud. Yeah. I got to work in the morning. But what did he do? Yeah. He called 911, and he lied. He said, yeah, he's, there's somebody beating somebody up. There's some sort of domestic right. disturbance. Well, Absolutely 100. That's the guy, in my opinion, who needs to go to jail. I, the neighbor should go to jail. I agree. The cop doesn't go to jail. Right. That was an accident. Okay, but I also don't think the cop keeps his job. Sorry. It, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. It's just one of those things where, again, the officer, there's no indication that this officer had any history of, of bad actions. This wasn't a, nobody's discriminating. Nobody's you treating, can't it's be a, wrong. It's a half second decision. I know, but you're a cop and you, it's tough. Yeah. You can't be wrong. I, I hear what you're saying. You can't be wrong it's, in that spot because the body camera video shows Whitaker immediately move, uh, moving the gun behind his back as soon as he saw the officer. Getting on his knees. The officer screams, hands. Whitaker backs up. He lifts his left hand in the air, squats down, and puts the hand with the gun towards the floor. He's got two bullets in him now. now. Yeah. And yeah, is it, a, is it is it a, an impossible spot for a cop? Pretty much, yes. Yeah. But you are trained to be right in those impossible spots. And here's the thing. Um, should this cop go out on another uh, on another call? Yeah. No, you're right. After what happened? Right. No, you're right. And they're trained on this kind of stuff. The officers are trained on this. And you're look, it shouldn't have happened. It absolutely shouldn't have happened. What I'm saying is... It, and as you've, you've said it, it's an impossible situation right. because the other side of this, Whitaker had no intention of but shooting a cop. But they're trained to but, handle impossible situations. But, but the other side of this is if Whitaker had bad intentions, which he didn't, but if, if he had bad intentions, one or both of those officers could be dead. And the officers, that has to be in your mind every right. time you knock on a door. And back to what you said, they had the call that something wrong was yes. going on. And, and that's why the neighbor who called, right. that guy should be in jail. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. All right. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about this uh, uh, later on the show. All right. It's time for Five Spot. This is going to be very interesting. I don't think we've ever done anything like this on the show. Here's Never what I'm before, asking you to call in for. Um, we're going to make you do something physical. So, obviously, you cannot be on the road. Okay? <laughs> no, you can't call you, in if you're driving. Yes. You have to be, like, in a room. You have to have some 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 place to move around. I need five of you to call me. At 277-KTAR. It's five spot. Kind of active here. This is yes. a little I'm active. Yes. I'm right. going to make them do something. So five spot. We need five of you to call in. We're going to put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. Here's the thing, though. You have to, to be able to move around and do something physical. Can you be a 70-year-old, 4'10 woman? I don't think 70-year-olds listen to this show. Oh, there you go. Okay. Problem solved. 602-277-5827. Play along. Believe me, there's a point to this whole thing. 
<laughs> I don't think and so. And if nobody calls, we're going to make Becky Lynn do this, and oh. she doesn't want to do it. <laughs> How do you know I don't want to do it? This portion of the show is being brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing and Electrical, the two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right, it is time for five spot. We need five of you to call. And we're going to put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. Oh, boy. And I'm asking you to call, not from the car. You have to call if you're in a room where you could do something physical, because I'm putting you to work. All right? Active. 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 Here All right? we go. One, two, three, four, five. Five Spot with Gatos and Chad. All right. So here's why I asked you to call if you have room to, to move around in. Half of Americans, in a new study, half of Americans can only do 10 push-ups. Wait, hang on a minute. You're saying half of Americans can do, men and women? Can only do 10 push-ups. They can't, I don't think half Americans can do 10 push-ups. <laughs> You've got to be kidding I me. I want to put this to the test. Hang on, are they those little, like, are they the push-ups when you're on your knees, or like the full-on push-ups? Uh, just a regular push-up. There's, women can't do those push-ups. Oh, it is, some, no, it is some, harder for men. Some women can. Some women can. But <laughs> most Let me tell women you, can. Even the ones on the knees, you lift up your legs, you cross them at the ankles, and you do those push-ups, those are hard. They're hard. Yeah. You're right, Becky. I can only do about a hundred of those. Yeah. But the <laughs> come on, I, I want to see there that. There is no way fifty percent of adults in the United States can do ten push-ups. Last week we had a story about I can't remember the number now. How many people could climb a flight of stairs without huffing and puffing? Remember yeah, that? I and do. it was a very long <laughs> number. We have five callers on hold. All what right. I'm going to ask you to do is put us on speaker. I want you to get on the floor. I don't want you to see how many push-ups you can do, and I want you to count. Okay. They have to count out loud while they're doing the push-ups. Yes. Live on the radio. Yes. All right. So Eric and Mesa joins us first. Never before seen. No. Still Uh, not seen. This is radio. All right. So Eric, your first half of Americans can only do 10 push-ups. Put your phone on the floor, do some push-ups, and count, and I want to see if you make it to 10, okay? All right. All right. Here we go. (laughs) That wasn't a good start. Wow. Just listen. Okay. Here we go. All right. Don't cheat. Right. Is, is Eric's medical One, coverage? Here we go. Here we go. Three, four, five, six, seven. He's not doing them. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. All right. Are you in good 12, shape? Are, 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 you, are you in good shape, Eric? Are you in good shape? Uh, I'd say so. Um, Thirty-two. I'm a plumber, so I'm pretty pretty yeah. active. All right. Good job. All right. So he was going on and on and on. So Eric, you passed the test. What does Thanks. he win? Does he get five nothing, bucks? Nothing. 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 No. Oh. All right. So good job, Eric. Half of Americans can only do ten push-ups. Here's uh, Mercedes in Phoenix on KTAR. Mercedes, do you think you can do ten push-ups? Uh, yeah. All right. Put the phone on speaker. Turn the radio off and start counting, but don't cheat. Okay. Okay. All right, here's Mercedes doing uh, push-ups. Here we go. One, two, three, oh. four, five. I need to see it. Six, Here we go. Seven. Can she get to ten? Seven. Eight. eight nine. nine. Oh, ten. Hey. 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 Very nice. All right, Mercedes, thanks a lot. 
Thanks a lot. Go yeah. get some water. The amazing thing is 50% of Americans can do 10 push-ups, but 100% <laughs> of our audience can do them. All right, we're two for two. It's amazing. All right, uh, this is Five Spot, where we ask five of you to call in on a new story that we're talking about. Half of Americans can only do 10 push-ups. We're seeing if you can do uh, more than 10. Uh, Irene in Scottsdale on KTAR. Irene, are you ready to do push-ups? Hi, yes, it's Eileen. Eileen, I'm sorry. Eileen, are you ready to do push-ups? I'm ready, and I want you to know I'm a 72-year-old female, and no I way. can do 10 push-ups. Oh, this all is awesome. Right. All right, all right. Kick it in the rear Proving end. Here we go. Wrong. I'll challenge you guys anytime. Oh, you all beat right. me anytime. I know. All right. All right, have the dog ready? do a push-up, too. <laughs> He's on my back. <laughs> Two. Three. Three. Four. Very nice. Five. See if she gets a 10. Six. Right. She can do it. Seven. Seven. Eight. I love, eight, I love the dog. Nine. Nine. Ten. That's yes. amazing. All right. The dog is the trainer encouraging her. That's right. That's no, no cheating. No cheating. What's the dog barking at? Uh, me. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's doing push-ups. Like, why is mom doing push-ups with the phone? Yes, why is mom on the floor and not playing with me? That's that, right. that, ra- that raccoon would Thanks, have had no I mean. chance with that <laughs> Uh, here is uh, uh, Christine in Mesa on uh, KTAR. Christine, um, uh, Barry says that you're female and you can't do 10 push-ups. Oh, I did not say that. So are you ready? Well, I think he's right about both of those things for me. <laughs> All right. Let's give it a try. Put your phone down. Put it on speaker. Uh, half of Americans can only do 10 push-ups. Let's see if you uh, if you can't make 10, you'd be the only one. So let's see what happens. No. No wow. Pressure. No pressure. All right. Here we go. You ready? Yes. All right, start counting. Here we go. All right. All right. One. Oh, it's going to be tough. <laughs> three. Keep going, Christine. You got this. Four. Do we have Uh-oh. Rocky Uh-oh. music, Pablo? Uh-oh. Five. Oh, that's you... it. Oh! oh, all right. Oh, Barry was Good right. Job. The ladies Good can't job, do. Christine. Uh, Christine, you're awesome. You Thanks. Still, you still did more than Gatos. You're doing oh, all right. That's right. You sure right. did. Yet to see Gatos do them. Oh well, I, I already said I'm not. You know. Oh, you've already admitted it. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we now know for sure that Gatos does not have the upper body strength of a 72 year old woman. All right, caller number five, uh, Bob in Peoria. Are you ready to see if you can do ten push-ups? Oh yeah, and I'm inside my hospital right now with a mask on. You're inside a hospital. A hospital? Yeah, I'm at I'm at Banner University. I work there. Oh, you work oh. there? Okay. I thought you had COVID or something. Yeah, like can you do ten no, push-ups with no, COVID? No, no, but we do have COVID patients. Okay, right. well, I want to know if you could do ten push-ups in a mask. So go ahead. All right, hold on. All right, all right. Here we go. One. Here we go. Two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Seven. Eight, nine, Now you're just showing off. Get out of here. <laughs> well done, Bob. All right, that was five spot. That sounded real. That was the that real one, one right there. Yeah. yeah. Where we asked five of you to call. We put you on the spot about a story that we're talking about. And a new study says half of Americans can only do ten push-ups. Here in the Gatos and Chad Show, four out of five Phoenicians did ten push-ups. Wow. You guys are awesome. 80% of the audience can do put ten push-ups. All right. Coming up next, we have an Arizona gubernatorial candidate who had a major meltdown on KTAR. 
Oh, this song is awesome. <laughs> Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. All right, have you subscribed to the Gatos and Chad Show podcast? Subscribe right now on your iPhone or Android, and you'll never miss any of the show. It's Mm -hmm. the Gatos and Chad podcast, brought to you this week by Plumbing Masters. Hi, it's Barry Markson. He's in for Chad. Chad will be back Monday. We'll hit the show on uh, Monday. Yes. All right, so... um, a bit of a meltdown today on KTAR. I don't know if you guys heard it this morning. Um, I heard it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another politician heard it. Carrie Lake just had a meltdown on your show. and well, That's pretty good. Yeah. It's always good when a politician has a meltdown on your show. So uh, we've got, who was that? That was uh, Karen Taylor Robeson. She's uh, running for governor on the right. Okay. And uh, she was on Broomhead today. Carrie Lake just had a meltdown on your show, and quite frankly, the, it was a pretty terrible personal attack on another another candidate. I'm I'm not sure she can handle the pressure of being governor. Yeah, I agree. I don't think she can. I don't think she can handle the pressure of being governor either. After what I heard today. Um, all right. So uh, Carrie Lake used to work in television uh, here in uh, yeah, the Valley, years. and she wants to run for uh, governor. And so she was on with Mike Broomhead. And it was just weird. You know, the, her first policy that she's come out with is, oh, let's put cameras at classrooms so we can, ki- we can, we can grab, you know, see what teachers are really teaching our kids. You know, it's a, it's a gotcha. It's what Carrie Lake thinks a, a very small portion of the far right want. Oh, yeah, cameras in classrooms. That's a great idea. How are you going to pay for it, Carrie? Yeah, it's uh, look the whole camera and classroom thing from a conservative perspective. Oh, is, and then we'll play your meltdown in a second. Is yeah, it's amazing, but um, it, it doesn't make any sense. You're going to put cameras in the classroom on little kids. I mean, so you're talking about from kindergarten on up, and we're going to have cameras in there so other people can see your kids or uh, Gatos, even if you can't see the kids all the time, mm-hmm. see which kids aren't doing well, see which kids aren't reading well, and then all the moms kind of talking to each other and gossiping about the kids and this. Yeah. This boy well, doesn't why doesn't do that that it's, kid over there doesn't have his or her homework done the, again? The whole thing's awful. But where this really came from um, is a couple of candidates came out and said, "Hey, that's not good policy." Uh, Class cameras in a classroom, right? Max yeah. Salmon came out and said, "That's not a good policy." Cameras in the classroom. Here's why: mm-hmm. I think parents should be involved. He said other things, and somebody put a tweet out that said Matt Salmon uh, doesn't want cameras in the classroom because he doesn't care about kids, be, special needs kids, being raped. Which is obviously ridiculous on its face, and nobody would ever say that about Matt Salmon or anybody running for governor. And Carrie Lake retweeted that tweet. Right. And she won't take it. She won't unretweet it. She won't take it down. She won't apologize. She won't say, of course, I don't think Matt Salmon is, is, would support the rape of special needs kids. And she went on Broomhead, and Broomhead gave her every opportunity to, to back up, to backtrack a little bit. And she wouldn't do it. She, she went on the attack instead. Matt Salmon is opposed to cameras in the classroom. If cameras were in the classroom in Scottsdale, that special needs student would not have been raped. So so basically <laughs> what she's saying is if you're against cameras in the classroom, you're pro-rape. Yeah. Uh, it's, in, it's, it's insane. It's, it's insane. It's insane. All right. Uh, more of the meltdown because she just went after Salmon. Is she ever happy? Is she ever in yeah. a good mood? I think all the smiling was done during her career on television. It was all phony because she's so angry. She's angry all the time. She is. And that's just, that's not good. It's the put upon culture. There's a lot of, there's some folks on on the far right and the far left that are always angry. Everybody's out to get them. It's an attack. It's not the norm. It's attack, attack, attack. And the question we should be asking is, Mm. and this is what Karen Taylor Robeson did today, is this a person with the temperament to be the governor 
Or is she just going to come on here like she's some sort of a, a TV news host and just start yelling at everybody it's all the boring. time? It's boring. Rip the media. Okay, they definitely deserve to get ripped. Yeah. There's no question about it. You know, tell everybody they're they're liberals. All right, that's boring yeah. and lazy. I mean, but the first thing that she comes up with is cameras in the classroom. She has no policy positions, Gatos. No. She, you know, Matt Salmon, Karen Taylor Robeson, these folks have, you go on their website, you can see what their policies are. You can see what they stand for. Mm-hmm. Carrie Lake doesn't stand for anything. She's just going after people as a, as a, as a big item shows up on Twitter. That, that's her Matt thing. Matt Salmon is all for cameras at these traffic wow. stops. He made a fortune on these traffic gotcha cams that we get little tickets in the mail for. But when it comes to our children in school, he doesn't want them protected. And remember, remember we had cameras in the... That's the dumbest thing I've ever it, heard. It's so ridiculous on its face. And yet, I mean, is there a candidate out? Is there a human being out there of that not. doesn't want kids protected? Of course not. Yeah, and that's not what this is about, by the way. No, she didn't put this policy out there saying it's going to protect kids from getting raped in class. She she's doing it because she's riding the thing about uh, uh, critical race theory and all this sure. other stuff. That's sure. all this is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was called out, by the way, not just by Matt Salmon, not just by other Republicans running for governor, but also for go- by Governor Ducey, by conservative Republicans saying that's bad policy. Cameras in the classroom with these Zoom classes that the teachers union pushed and our current governor pushed when he sent our kids home and put them in front of a computer oh day in and day out. So totally a different thing. Yeah. So we've already had this, and that's when we figured out the kind of garbage they were teaching our children. Eh. It's terrible curriculum, and all we want is accountability. Eh. You you have a war against teachers. Yeah. You don't have the temperament to be governor, and you should probably. I don't mean this in a in a in a rude way. You were really good at television. Yeah. You should probably go back. I, I mean, I, I've never had a problem with her. I've met her a few times. She seems lovely. But boy, she is always angry. Well, she's changed. I mean, look, she. this is a person who Carrie Lake gave money to Obama, gave money to Hillary. I mean, this is a person who's changed. I don't know what happened, uh, but she's gone to a whole other place in her yeah. life. And, and man, she's just riding it right now. All right. Coming up next, right. boring coming holiday. Up. Oh, <laughs> I thought I got rid of Chad for crying out loud for one day. Coming up. Go, coming Barry, up. go. Oh, coming up. Yeah, forget no, it. Boring tiny. holiday parties are back. We're going to tell you how to get through them. It's all coming up next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, do you know a high school student with great character? We want to hear about them and how they make an impact in our community. Just text STUDENT to 620-620-620-620 and share their story. What's in it for them? A $10,000 scholarship from Parker & Sons. Text STUDENT to 620-620. Wow. Well, apparently, uh, boring holiday parties are back. This is pretty oh, interesting. They're, oh, they're back, Gatos. Okay. So Barry's in <laughs> for Chad. Barry goes, I'm gonna talk. I, you know, you've already been to a couple of these. Yeah, one, one was in my backyard. Oh wow! Yeah, I wasn't so, even invited. I went to a uh, <laughs> I went to a a Christmas party from one of my clients, the Lund Mortgage Team. Oh, they they know how to throw a party. Is that right? They did so. It I right? loved it. That was not boring. That oh, was a good. lot of fun. That's good. But you're going to boring. See, that's the difference between me and you. I don't go to boring Christmas parties. I expect stuff. I expect more. Yeah, well, I do too. But so, sometimes you got to go. You, just, you, you know, do, right? Your spouse has one. And you I mean, get you just, there and it's a stiff. Yeah, you get there and it's very nice. It's in a nice place. They're they're spending a bunch of money. It's nice, but it's no decorations. Just very kind of what I just call like the the. It's like the standard Christmas party. You well, know why what I have mean? one then? Because the people think you're they expect it. I guess. Well, it's, uh, I've always said this. Whatever it pay you paid to rent a place out yeah. and give me a meal, 
Just cut me a check. Oh, I've had we've had people do that. People say that. Just give me the check because these things are expensive. I, I don't uh, the, where I went. It wasn't as if they didn't spend money. They definitely did. How much do you think they spent? I, you know what? It was at a really nice hotel, the resort here, one of the resorts here in, okay. in Phoenix, uh-huh. and uh, it was a full dinner, open bar, and I'm I'm sure DJ. What are you I'm complaining sure about? You had an open bar. Uh, you got a free meal. Food wasn't good. The oh, wine really? was awful. No. It was, uh, yes. Really? Yes. They gave you the wine. cheap meat bad and the wine. cheap wine. Bad. 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 But it's, what do you get? It's, it's not the it's not the business. It's the resort. I mean, that's just how they do it. Or the business it didn't was, spend enough money. It was fine. It's like it was how. What kind of what kind of cheap beef can we? Get? It was fine. Can you just fry it up you real know, quick you, and throw it out you, on a plate? You know when they're doing the party on a weeknight, not to expect that much. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. uh, they're doing it on a weeknight. They're not going to. You know, not not. Too, I too see. Much. I'm surprised that uh, Christmas parties are back. Yeah. Well, some places aren't doing them. Some people yeah. are saying we're not going to do it this year because of COVID. They don't want to do it, but uh, others are. That was the other thing. So they they you know they said you can come to the Christmas party, but if you're not vaccinated, you got to wear a mask. Oh, Some boy. of the employees don't like that, so they didn't come. It's like a, it's a whole thing. It's uh, a yeah. lot of stuff in the air. Yeah, can you imagine this? Going to a Christmas party and your your office says if you're unvaccinated, you have to wear a mask. You're the only one walking around. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. You're the only one walking around with a... Yeah, so go get the shot. <laughs> go get the shot. <laughs> so you go to a Christmas but, party. I mean, that's what, it is. that's what it's like back in the office, too. You have to wear the mask in the office. The vaccinated people don't. So they're used to it. They've made that decision, I guess. But it's in some ways, it's nice to get everybody back together. Right. I, I did a gala uh, last Saturday. Look at you. 450 people inside. Look at you. But we did. Everybody had to be vaccinated. Or give a negative test a couple days beforehand, and okay. everybody. I've got to tell you, people were so excited. They were they were excited. They were like, "This is great. We're back. We're seeing each other." Yeah. They hadn't seen these people for two years. It, it's interesting because I've done a few charity events too. Yeah, um, and it is great to be back. Yeah, it's great to do it. We had a um, we had a big uh, charity uh, event for uh, ALS, Lou oh, Gehrig's disease, yep. and we had it. You know what? They figured out how to do it outside, and so all the tables were outside. The stage is outside. And it was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. Usually it's in a big ballroom, hundreds of people. And this time it was just outside, hundreds of people. Uh, and you're just careful. Yeah. You know, because you know that some, you know, there's some people that are in a wheelchair that if you go around them, you, you will want to put a mask on because you don't want to get them sick. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I never thought it's, I'd say it. Maybe it's, you know, I, the Christmas party's returning. That should be good. Yeah. I'd go to one. I'm not worried. Yeah. I'm vaccinated. It's, I got a booster. I'm oozing Moderna. We're going. I'm good. I did another charity event. They did the whole thing online. We did a two-hour, in essence, TV show, and everybody watched it from their house. That so, I don't it, like. It, I, well, it was a lot of work, <laughs> but it, it was. Uh, but it, but it raised money. You want the charities it, raise money. You That's want the, the and, yeah. right. And I did a few of those last year. Yeah. Uh, but you don't want to do that. No. You want to go back to normal. You want the Christmas parties yeah. back. You want to go. You know, even if it's an office party. Right. I got to tell you, at this point, I go to an office party. Yeah, you know, and that's what a lot of people are very excited. So I'm I'm being a little negative about it, but for the most part, people are like, it's great to see everybody out. It's great to be social again. And yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah, uh, that type of conversation that you have, oh. it's all up here. Yeah. You know, you don't know these people, and you're like, yeah. you now you're talking about the weather, and you're like, oh, this is uh, awful. Well, the spouse, the worst is this it's, is terrible. It's, when it's your spouse's work. Right, so uh-huh. you're, you're going to be supportive. Yeah. You're gonna ha- you're gonna you know be a good sport. Yeah. But you're making small talk oh. with people. You oh. don't know. It's not. Uh, it is what it is. They're nice people. Becky Lynn, what's nice. the worst little small talk thing that you can do with somebody you don't know? The uh, worst? Yeah, like the mo- Like mine is the weather. Somebody's you know somebody. Oh, it rained last night. I've yeah. got a, I, I don't have five minutes of material about rain. Or. So, who do you know here? Oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> So-and-so, and you don't know them either. Yeah, so. so what do you do with this company? Oh, I own it. 
<laughs> now you get to the big boss. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Whoops. No, you know, you I, I never, when I'm at these things, when I'm at, it's not my own place, I, I don't tell them I do the, the show here at all, that I help out. And and then someone might mention it, and then they want to argue with me about politics. I don't like that. No. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. They think I'm going to do a show with them. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Not going to happen. What am I? What am I here to? What am I? A clown? I'm a trained monkey. What am I here to make you happy? You want me to dance? What do you want me to do? Am I here to amuse you? Am I here to amuse you? (laughs) Do I amuse you? What movie was that? Goodfellas? Yeah. That was awesome. Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci's the best. All right. Becky Lynn, you ready for that 5 o'clock KTAR news expansion? We have lots of stuff. All right. That's coming up in just a few minutes.